now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Eunice Young from the New People's Party. The following program is a personal view program. One of the most far-reaching decisions made in a woman's life is the choice between motherhood and work. Nowadays, employees usually work long hours on holidays and during unsocial hours to make ends meet. The competitive work culture in Hong Kong also fuels unpaid overtime norms. This makes life a lot harder for working mothers. Family-friendly policies and practices are still uncommon in the government and private enterprises in Hong Kong. It is widely believed that women's increasing participation in the labor force has translated into delayed childbearing, low fertility rate and an increased demand for childcare and elderly services. Women have to bear double burden of home management and work outside home long working hours and lack of childcare support are some of the contributing factors of the elevated stress levels among Hong Kong women. So far, there is no legal requirement for family-friendly workplace policies to be implemented. In Hong Kong, the Labor Department and the Women's Commissions examine and seek to promote family-friendly employment policies and practices, including special leaves such as marital leave, parental leave and compassionate leave. Flexible work arrangements such as five-day work week, remote work from home, Living support such as medical protection, childcare service, counseling service on stress, and lactation rooms in the workplace to facilitate breastfeeding for working mothers. There is no statutory right to flexible work arrangements, nor there is statutory provisions of nursing break at workplace. Although the chief executive Carrie Lam proposed a number of women-friendly policies in her 2018 policy address including more childcare facilities, longer leave for new parents, and that the maternity leave period is extended from 10 to 14 weeks. Despite this improvement, it is simply disappointing that Hong Kong's maternity and paternity leave are among the shortest in Asia. There are around 60,000 newborns in Hong Kong every year, yet there are only 700 quotas in the current subsidized independent children's centre. The chief executive pledged to strengthen the services by increasing the childcare centre places, enhancing the existing manning ratios for qualified childcare workers, increasing the levels of subsidies for childcare centre services, etc. Even if the number of services has increased, it is still miles away from providing an adequate number of places for those 0 to 2 age. I have urged the government to increase the number of places and spaces for welfare services, especially in densely populated areas, where demand for welfare services is acute. The government now plans to use 20 billion Hong Kong dollars to purchase land for around 60 private properties to house over 130 new welfare facilities, including day child care centers, neighborhood elderly centers, and on-site preschool rehabilitation services. I believe this cannot help to relieve the severe shortage of venues in the long term, and it is still very difficult to find favorable spaces in densely populated areas in Hong Kong. The government should provide better planning and management of district facilities by building municipal complex, which includes welfare and community facilities, new markets, libraries, nurseries, childcare centers, care and attention homes for elderly, car parks, etc., so as to provide one-stop services for the residents.
I am of the view that Hong Kong is urgently in need of stronger infrastructural support to promote and develop supporting measures for family and parenting. The government needs to consider developing a well-defined set of family policies. The current policies on families and parental educations are nothing but scattered and fragmented among different policy bureaus. There is a need to assign a lead policy bureau to state the cause of the development of relevant supporting policies. Family-friendly environment policies can take many forms. Companies need to consider looking beyond the basics if they want to impress their workers, which by helping employees to balance their work and family lives, would eventually bring benefits to both employers and employees, and in turn resulting in improved morale and enhanced working relationship. Companies are encouraged to provide on-site childcare facilities that employ well-trained staff to alleviate frustrations from those parents who need to take their children to babysitting and daycare services. However, there could be limitations for SMEs being more responsive to adopting new measures regarding marital leave, family leave, and parental leave. The government should consider subsidizing SMEs in instituting family-friendly measures or supporting SMEs to organize activities, programs, or family and parenting education for their employees and their families. Therefore, the government is indeed in a much better position to take the lead and set the precedence. While parents play a vital role in the upbringing of their children, it does make it easier for all parents if employers. Parents and governments can work together. By supporting each other, we can make a difference in contributing to the overall well-being of Hong Kong and our next generation.